Welcome to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sanjo Gall. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are strictly those of the host, guests, and callers. Now, here's Sanjo Gall. Hello, and uh, welcome to CTN. To learn more about the show, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. And the topic today is achieving a healthy team dynamics for optimal results. So as a leader, imagine you were to choose a team, the ideal team for yourself to, to help realize your strategy and the vision that you've laid out for the company. You could have one team which has a bunch of different people who enjoy innovation. They are always very motivated and inspired, yet they have a shared common purpose and identity and they are all working together with full camaraderie to achieve that vision and purpose. That could be awesome, right? But then there could be another team. You had a choice to build another type of team which takes pride in being very accurate. They would formally participate in debates and deliberation. They would be very cautious in their, you know, the way they behave, the way, what they say, how they say it. And also, they would always focus on making sure whatever process was laid out, it is reliably followed. Question for you, which team would you rather have as your team? Well, you could have very inspired, motivated people, but if they're loose cannons and they go their own path, you're not always sure whether what you had set out to do, will they deliver? On the other hand, if people are too cautious, then you would lose that innovation and that spontaneity which brings out the best ideas and you get to do things which are fun yet very productive for the organization. So the discussion here is to figure out a way to see if you can blend the best of both teams that I had laid out and actually achieve a healthy team dynamic which delivers the best, most optimal results. So to discuss this, I have Alejandro Lemertin, Chief Digital and Information Officer with Tenaris. Hey, Alejandro, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? Very good, Pleasure sir. To Very be good. Here. Lovely to have you. And Thank and you. so, uh, you know, like the way I've laid out this, so I'm sure when you were to define an ideal team, while I gave my two cents about what that team would look like, would love to start with you sharing what would that ideal team look like, which you feel will do justice to the vision and the strategy you are laying out for the organization? Yeah, thank you. Well, uh, I, I fully agree with your, your vision that uh, most of us would prefer the, the first team, the team A, let's call it, uh, that you have people motivated, uh, innovative, uh, bringing ideas, etc. The question is why uh, or how you can make this happen, let's say. And uh, I think uh, in the end, uh, you would need to blend because uh, you need to have a process in place. I mean, uh, all the teams uh, to work effectively, not only they, they should have the transparency, they should have... Uh, uh, the energy and the motivation and, and uh, to be ready to propose new ideas, but 
you need, you need to have a process in place with KPIs, uh, not strict, but something that you can follow as a team to make sure that you are going in the, in the right direction. So I think the blend is to put to make sure that you put process to the, the first definition of team that you have made. Now, so that is a dream and in an ideal state based on the vast experience you've had across multiple organizations leading many initiatives. What have you seen the ground reality? Where does the actual team you end up getting, inheriting or even building fall short of that ideal state? Yeah, well, you know that uh, I am uh, now in, uh, in IT and digital in this part of my career, but I have been in many different areas of the organization, building a global organization from scratch. And uh, of course, there are many challenges because uh, you need to have uh, specific objectives to a team or an area that should perform according to the expectations. But at the same time, you need that team to work together with other teams uh, to make sure that the overall organization is efficient. And uh, this is uh, the main challenge because for that, you need to have shared objectives. You need to have processes that, uh, that are aligned and uh, objectives that are aligned with the uh, ultimate goal. And this is a big challenge. I, I give you an example. We, we are uh, in our organization, we have functional areas that are normally global. And then we have the regions that are basically executing what they, they need to execute. Sometimes the execution that, uh, or what is required by the region to execute uh, their objectives are not fully aligned with what the functional uh, areas are defining or vice versa. And, uh, and this creates a conflict. How you manage those conflicts and how you make sure that the team works as a team, uh, no matter the specific individual objectives are taking place, is uh, really the, the challenge. And for that, you need to put process procedures and good uh, uh, objectives and a way of measuring those objectives uh, to make sure that this happens. Now. You, you mentioned that there are certain things which we have to put in place. And with the right intent that you want this ultimate ideal state of healthy team dynamics for you to achieve the best, most optimal results, what would you say are the challenges you faced or other companies who are other leaders who are like you trying to build such team dynamic are likely to face, which would prevent you from getting this dynamics in place? Well, uh, as I mentioned, the, the question is how you proceed with these uh, shared objectives. Uh, normally, in very hierarchical organizations, this is uh, very difficult to achieve because you try to segment the objectives uh, by area, and then you create these silos that are the main preventers of success that uh, would uh, put the functions or the regions or whatever function uh, just following their own objectives and, and uh, resolving very badly the, the challenges of shared objectives. And uh, this is the, the main issue that you have. 
sometimes you try a top-down uh, definition of objectives and, and try to communicate across, but then the areas would function uh, as they are and as, uh, and as the leaders of each function is, is trying to drive their, their organizations. And, uh, and this alignment uh, does not exist necessarily. So it's very critical that you put the clear KPIs and incentives and, and uh, the performance evaluation should be done taking care of, of this uh, shared vision and alive, alignment and collaboration. And for that, of course, the performance evaluation is very important to have this 360 view that not only you are measured by your area objectives, but also your customers or internal customers are, are uh, uh, evaluating you and also the, uh, your upper management and your lower management is able to uh, define uh, if you are complying with this uh, vision. I think in the case of, of IT in, particularly, in particular, uh, clearly agility has bring and all the agile processes and all the methodology has brought up this issue in, in a better way but not the entire organization is, is working in, in agility. That's why uh, I think it's a process that uh, needs to have more development. Now, if you were to see any team, right? So even when you would inherit a team or you will build one, but there is no permanence in that team. People are leaving, people are getting added. You're merging departments, you're merging companies. So it's always in a fluid state. So yes, we can expect that there could be some ebb and flow of the dynamic, which will, will have some ripple effects of any change that you bring, and then perhaps it will settle down. But then could there be a, a common, what I call as a holy grail of healthy team dynamic, which we can strive for. So we always use that as a benchmark. Well, there is not a holy grail of, of anything, I would say. But uh, from my experience, uh, of course, uh, you need to define the profile of people that you want in your team. And then it's a question of selection, uh, uh, recruitment, uh, if you are capturing the, the, right, the right profile for this approach. And then, of course, uh, again, it's the leaders that you develop. Because once uh, you set up uh, a way of working, you need to make sure that your leaders are following this, that you have all the training required uh, for all the team members to adhere to this way of working. And then the process of recruitment and selection is critical. Now, what is very important, and this the, pan, uh, the pandemic has not helped, is uh, how you build this culture uh, with the participation of the newcomers, how you train the newcomers to make sure that they perceive this way of working from the very beginning. And if you are saying that there is no holy grail, so maybe, yeah, so ideal state is not known, but we can get a good gut feel that whether it's going well or not. But then if you cannot measure anything, we truly cannot improve it. So would you say, could there be 
some sort of, if not holy grail, or some sort of uh, threshold or a benchmark to say, or some signs, you know, some symptoms that whether it is healthy or it is diseased or it is just normal or needs attention, SOS. Yes, of course. And uh, this is where, uh, again, as I mentioned on, from uh, the team A or team B, uh, for this to happen, you need to have uh, clear KPIs that are, uh, are measuring how you are progressing in this uh, vision of, of a healthy team. Uh, in one hand, and on the other, as I said, uh, is how you evaluate your people according to their performance. That performance is not only linked to the specific of objective of each person, but how they correlate and they work uh, within the team. And this is something that it's not uh, is easy to say, but it's not so easy to put in place because uh, it's always much easier to uh, look at the specific uh, performance KPI and say, well, are you meeting that goal or not? It's a little bit more complex when you're, uh, you're trying to measure if uh, this person is a team player, is adding value, is bringing innovation to the team, is working the way you are aspire for them to work. So if I were to ask you, said, okay, we have a dream team or, or we aspire for a dream team. But then if you are looking at what is expected of that team is also shifting very quickly, right? And yeah. so, so what your benchmark could have been or standards could have been a couple of um, you know, years ago before COVID or any other major disruption that we have seen, that could have changed now. So if if you took a, or did a comparison where life was normal to where we are today, what would you have, uh, where would you have seen the difference or what, what new benchmark would you like to see established by any leader like you for the team which can deliver in today's environment? And Whatever that you had set out to do and did with that, you know, uh, to, to get to that level, have you been able to do so? One is to put a plan in place. Another is to execute. Third is to see if that execution got you to where you wanted to. Yeah, uh, well, a very, very interesting question. I think this is a big challenge because uh, global organizations uh, are uh, as the one I am uh, working with, uh, tend to have uh, annual budgets where uh, you fix the direction where you want to go and, uh, and uh, try to measure all the KPIs and all the execution of projects, etc., based on this uh, annual budget. At the same time, uh, the world is, uh, is changing more and more frequently. Uh, you need to react to these changes. And so uh, you need to bring this agility to your teams. So uh, clearly, uh, you need to modify your objectives according to the needs of the moment. The question is how you then relate this uh, change to the overall organization objectives that have not changed. 
And this is the dynamic that uh, I think from, from our side in IT, we are, we are achieving uh, this goal. We are trying to, to even change the scope and, uh, and the priorities of the projects that we are involved based on the, what is going on at a certain moment. But how you then uh, have these objectives changed and replicated in a performance evaluation that shows the reasons why you make that changes still is a work in progress. I think uh, in global organization, not the new ones that are coming, uh, the startups, etc., that have embedded this clearly from the very beginning because they are reacting spontaneously to any change. For the big organizations, uh, this is still a challenge. We are having this challenge, and I, I think we are moving in the right direction, but it takes time. Let's take a quick break, listeners. We'll be right back after these messages. And when we come back, let's try to see if there is possibility of uh, packing two different types of attitudes, mindsets, and skill sets, which is on one hand, you're spontaneous, you're frank, you are uh, trying to innovate. And on the other hand, you're task focused and you want to always stick to the process. These are left and right brained almost type of people or individuals which you're trying to bring together and still be able to get to where you want to as a business with all the initiatives that you have um, outlined for the team. And if you can, what do you think would be the obvious and not so obvious challenges you should be ready to tackle? And if, uh, Landro, when we come back, of course, you're going to respond to it would be great to hear from you when you tried to do something like this, what challenges you faced and how did you tackle them so you were able to get these two different types of individuals with different sets of DNAs, if you will, to come together and help give you the healthy team dynamic you look for. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CTN CIO Talk Network, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experience with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive, better care for customers, and improve the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CTN CIO Talk Network with Sunjog All at CIO Talk Network. You are listening to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with Sunjo Gall. To learn more about our program, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. So, Alandro, when you get people you know, many times you would inherit or some people have that, you know, personality itself. So, and you have to get two or three different flavors of these people with the right and left brain uh, type of individuals, plus their skill sets are different. And you want to, you know, package them together into that beautiful looking team, which is a healthy team dynamic. What did you actually face as you brought them together, tried to get them to work together? And how did you deal with them? 
Well, uh, interesting, of course. Uh, you have to be very consistent with what you say. Uh, it's, uh, it's really walk the talk. That means that uh, if you are really trying to thrive uh, for an organization that is valuing a spontaneous uh, innovation and approach and, uh, and added value from your team and, and working as a team in collaboration, etc. Well, you need to act like that. You need to give the proper recognition and even to be very formal in recognizing to the team members that are aligned to your vision. And the ones that are not, uh, well, uh, work, of course, not uh, ex exposing them in the meetings, but they, they start realizing that while uh, being part of the team. And some uh, will be able to change if they are not aligned to this vision, and uh, some will not, and a change of mix if, if required. But uh, you have to be very consistent because uh, these are things, again, that are easy to say, but are much more complex to implement and sustain in the, in the long run. No? Because sometimes you really need to uh, take decisions that are hard and uh, maybe the spirit of the team may have an impact and you need to decide uh, what is the right decision for the long-term uh, projection of the of the organization and the team you are working with. So the consistency and, uh, and uh, walking the talk is, is very relevant. Now, when you did try to do that, was it something that your team itself demanded from you for them to give what you want? Because, you know, it, it's not essentially a give and take, but one is to say things consistently. But many times what you say is not always followed or what you expect is not always going to come to you. So do you just do the right thing and wait for things to happen? Or there is some um, inquiry that you do targeted at the very team and say, help me help you. I would love for you to be a great team, but tell me what do you want from me or from each other for it to become a great team? Have, if you have had that conversation, what are the people saying who are part of the team? What do they need for them to work well together? Yes, good question. Well, we have in place uh, our uh, scheme of opinion surveys. We do, uh, normally we used to do it once a year. With the pandemic, we, we started doing uh, two or three times a year because of the of, uh, variations uh, in the mood and on all the things that happened to, to all of us during this period. Uh, and this is the formal feedback that uh, we would receive as an organization as, and as leaders of a, uh, of a function to work with. But uh, what is very essential is to be close to your team, to, to make sure that uh, the people can talk without being judged for what they say, because this is uh, the way that you really have spontaneous and sincere feedback of what they need. So what I normally do is I uh, work in this uh, opinion service surveys and work out the plan based on that. 
then I, I try to work with the team to make sure that these uh, proposals that are being in most of them by them are, are all aligned and, uh, and they take leadership also some of the initiatives basically in the way we do team building, in the way we apply agility, in the way we, we put the meetings in place and we try to collaborate and I give them tasks to perform to say, well, uh, if you want this to happen, you should also uh, lead or help me to lead this, uh, I mean, uh, participation of the team in making the team more efficient is essential. You as a leader can uh, have an idea, an opinion, uh, can, uh, can try to drive uh, to a certain direction, but if they don't feel, uh, your team does not feel that they can, uh, they are driving or, or, the, or the team is driving what, what is needed, uh, then uh, nothing will happen. So it's a consistent uh, alignment, permanent alignment that you do on a daily basis, apart from the uh, transformational uh, processes that we do with, uh, with our surveys every, every year. Now, when you know, and every one of us as leaders, when we are setting out to do great things and we know we will need, uh, you know, a good, healthy team dynamic for us to realize our visions and our strategies, then could we or are we already not recruiting well? Are we not doing the right thing so that the right people in the right mindset with the right grooming come to the team. And then besides the fact that we say we want a good team dynamic, we also, are we not already assigning them the task so that they feel that they are growing well? And so the team dynamic should not be a force effort. Could this not be by design and outcome of all the other right things we do, starting from hiring practices to role descriptions, to induction, to training, on any other development you will do for an individual or as a team so that they feel that this is when the company is contributing and the leader is contributing towards their overall well-being individually and collectively, we should reciprocate by working well together as a team. Are we not doing that? Or if at all we are trying, what holds us back? What are the things which would prevent you from investing in them proactively so that healthy team dynamic is not a challenge anymore. I, I think, uh, again, <clears throat> what is very important is proactively working for the team that you would like to have. And for this, you need uh, to have the, the proper incentives and, and recognition. Uh, people need to feel that uh, the achievements that uh, we, we perform are, are, a, are a result of the teamwork and aligned with the team effort. And uh, they need to feel that it, this is uh, done because of their work and not because of a leader that is saying, well, this is my job and I have uh, been able to, to make this happen. So, of course, uh, not everybody is, uh, is aligned. Not, not all the functions in the organization would work the same way. So uh, you need to make sure that at the top management level, 
this is also very well perceived and uh, and again walk the talk also from the CEO perspective to make sure that all are aligned. Now, the the biggest challenge that you have is is are the the technical leaders or the people that in a different circumstance and environment and with different uh, managerial skills have been successful for what they were doing. So it's very difficult for those uh, people to understand why to change. And these are the, one of the challenges. So the, the ones that have been uh, very, uh, very good in, uh, in technical understanding and deployment and, and not very much involved in the soft part, sometimes are, are having uh, trouble in understanding the merits and uh, how to change the, the way they, they work, the way the team works, and how they personally change. And this is, this is one of the big challenges that we have, because we, you could have very good technical people or, or, or managers that you need to make them change to make sure that uh, then you have the team that you want. No? An important challenge. So one saying people use is people like, you know, we, whenever we are ex expecting something from someone that may not happen, but when we inspect, they know that you're inspecting, then it happens. So this particular approach has two sides. One is a positive side is that, you know, if things are not happening, you can intrude and, or, uh, you know, you can intervene and try to help to see why is it not happening and get people on the right track. On the other hand, it may look like that you're micromanaging, yeah. right? So if you had to keep the healthy team dynamic development as the agenda, would you just stop at ex setting expectations and trusting them? Or would you also put some things as part of performance management that this is an expected behavior and you continue to inspect it if that is happening. And if not, then you take action. What would get you to the best results in your experience? Uh, clearly for me, my experience, my personal experience as, as well, working 30 years uh, reporting to the CEO, uh, what is very, very relevant is, uh, is trust. So, no, and again, it's aligned with the walk the talk and be consistent, etc. So your team members will uh, work according to the level of trust that you create. Uh, and the level of trust does not mean that you will not uh, have uh, KPIs or you will not control specific uh, goals. Uh, the level of trust is built on uh, reinforcing the positives and working as a mentor uh, to improve the things that uh, anybody needs to improve. Uh, if you are only uh, forcing uh, your team and, and, and showing the weak part of the, their performance, then it's very difficult because you lose transparency, you lose uh, commitment, uh, um, you lose the incentive of, of the guys uh, of, of doing the job uh, and, and bringing new ideas. 
So how you build trust to the team is essential uh, to make this magic uh, team uh, A that uh, you described happen. No, uh, I think this is a clear goal. Okay, so when we are looking at you, who is made in charge of getting a team in place, continue to make sure that whatever changes come, they are performing well, but also have a strong team dynamic. But you cannot pull this off alone. What help and support do you need as a leader so that you can deliver on this charter of having a healthy team dynamic so that you can, as a group, as a department, can deliver the best optimal results? Good question. I will give you the example now based on my, my role of, as a chief digital and information officer. And, and this is very, very important. Of course, you need to align with uh, human resources. Uh, the, this, all the mechanism of objectives, incentives, performance evaluation, etc., should be bought by, by human resources, of course, in alignment with the CEO. But this is one aspect of, uh, that is needed to have uh, uh, very healthy teams. The other element that for me is crucial is how you build this uh, relationship of, uh, of shared goals and responsibility on, on the objectives uh, for the development uh, of IT solutions. And, uh, and who should lead this, uh, this uh, tools development is critical. And this is where you need to build relationship with the areas of partnership and not a relationship of uh, supplier, customer supplier uh, relationships like it were in the past, uh, where the, the one, uh, the line would, uh, uh, try to say what they need, enforce, and uh, and try to uh, make the supplier of the solution pay the consequences if something goes wrong. See, this type of partnership is essential, and with agility, uh, the, the role of the product owner is is very crucial. That has to come from the business, as an example. This is crucial to make sure that then the team uh, is feeling that not only your area but also the rest of the organization is aligned of this with this vision of shared goals and working as a team, and this has a tremendous impact on the results of uh, of uh, a CIO or uh, or digital solutions. Uh, if not, you are normally blamed by the things that go wrong, or and uh, again, uh, the if things go right. The business would say, well, we made it. So the, when you are a supplier in, in a functional role, uh, this partnership is essential. And this, I had the same uh, case when I was strategic plan, planning uh, of, of the organization, when I was uh, also re responsible of supply chain of the organization, or even when I was uh, in the side of the client as commercial, um, this sense of partnership by all the areas is essential to achieve and the sense of equals, 
No, it's not that somebody is on top of the other. We are equals uh, trying to achieve a common goal. And this is very important. Again, uh, thank you so much, Alejandro, for uh, sharing your deep insights about the team dynamics. How do you make it healthy and do it so that you can deliver the best, most optimal results for the business? Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. And listeners, please uh, stay with us on social media, connect with us there, and also subscribe to our podcast on all possible channels you can imagine the podcast exists. Once again, thank you for listening to CTN. This is your host, Sanjog All, signing off. Till next week, take care and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to CTN, CIO Talk Network, with your host, Sunjoe Gall. To learn more about our program or for show archives, comments, or questions, please visit CIOTalkNetwork.com. Thank you again for listening.